We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. Week 5, best bets, the gold, the silver, the bronze. Remember, the smash like button to the episode, sub to Mayo Media Network, rate and review the audio podcast. And if you're in the market for some prop bets and you want to run the, uh, run the slate 10,000 times, create your own simulations, run the sims.com slash Mayo for the weekly monthly, or annual discount, you're going to get 10% off. You want to upgrade, you'll still get that 10% off. Has all of the tools that you'll need to, I mean, you're not necessarily going to win. You might put in the wrong inputs. But if you do want some math behind what you're doing and simulate everything out, it's a perfect spot to go. Runthesims.com slash mail. Rob Pizzola, Cam Stewart on the line with me. Rob, you run simulations. You have your own proprietary model, don't you? I do. Uh, I have a couple of them. There's some manual inputs I have to put into it to make it work. And I, that's what I love about football season is there's like a little bit of subjectivity as well. Uh, but I do come from a math background. Cam, back in the day when I used to work with him at the score, used to call me the calculator, which hasn't <laughs> stuck. I, I haven't heard that in 10 years, but uh, I, there's I no do. There's no calculators some... anymore, I don't think. Like, who has a calculator? It's true. You don't. No one carries around a calculator. <laughs> at that time, there was actually physical calculators. Now yes. they don't really exist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was was Rob Cam? Was Rob just walking around with like a pocket protector, some pens, and a TI eighty three in his hand? I remember one time, Pat. I kind of snuck up on him. I was looking for like some food because Rob, you know, I was really bad. That I'll admit, like when if you got a lunch, I'll eat it. But I was kind of sneaking up on his desk and just looking for some scraps. And he's from Woodbridge, where there's very fine pastries. The Italians really know what they're doing. And I looked at his computer screen. I'm looking at this dot 2.1. I'm like, what the hell are you doing there? Like, I thought he was breaking into something. He's like, this is my uh, National Hockey League model there, camera. I'm like, what the model? How do you create this model? Where does it exist? Like, I, to me, Pat, you know what I mean? Models. Like, yeah, that's a, I'll look at them at the in the Sears catalog. But anyway, I had no idea what the hell this guy was doing. But he explained it all to me, and it seemed very fascinating. I wouldn't even know where to begin to run the Sims. Let's well, put it that way. I, I can tell you, you go to run that you go to run the sims.com slash mayo. And listen, all the work is done for you. You just need to hit oh, simulate. I like that, Pat. No, you and Rob are avoid, Pat have always respected the fact. I remember when you worked at fantasy, I'm like, you know, and you taught me a lot. Like I've been in a situation now where I got to fix problems. Like you were editing your work and doing stuff before I did it on a reel to reel and a razor blade and a chalk pencil. Like I was doing blow. Like, you know what I mean? Now you were doing it on a computer and uh yeah it was very very impressive like yeah that's the thing i'm walking in i'm walking into fanshawe college rob with like a razor blade you know i got i got this i got tape i got a grease pencil i'm cut real to real so that's how i actually went to school tells me how old i am but pat i gotta give you respect buddy you cutting you were cutting and producing your own stuff before anybody you don't need a damn producer you do it yourself well fortunately i have megan i got paul shag now now you're big you're big time i'm I'm here to big time everyone that's how it works but (laughs) let's talk about last week it was our worst week however Hmm. we did okay we went undefeated on the gold picks, Cam, you pushed with the Bills. Rob and I both won. Yep. That brings the gold record for the year to 10-1-1. One, and one. Not bad. The rest mm. of it, the Silvers did not go so well. We got swept off the board. 0-3, we're still 8-4. and four. 
on our silver picks for the year, we went two and one on the bronze, five, six, and one. So we're almost back to 500 on the bronze, way above on the gold, and we're still four games over on the silver. So, so far, so good. We finally hit a roadblock and just didn't dominate the entire week, Rob. Yeah, I mean, it happens. It's the NFL over time. It's, I mean, listen, I would love to go keep going at this win rate for the gold <laughs> picks or for the overall picks, but let's be realistic here. A lot of these games are coin flips. Sometimes you just end up on the right side of the flip. Sometimes you just have some crazy stuff that happens and you end up losing a game. Uh, I'm not going to make excuses at all. Like Kansas City killed Tampa Bay last week, but mm-hmm. the Bucks fumbled the opening kickoff of the game. It was seven nothing <laughs> within a minute of that game completely changes everything. So you just get random plays like that. And over time, hopefully we can get more of the luck on our end, but pretty happy with the, how the season's gone so far. I think uh, we've, we've done pretty well with the goals and maybe we just need to, uh, stick to our own guns instead of, you know, we, we try to talk through the silver and bronze sometimes. I don't know if that necessarily has been working in our favor. Well, I mean, we were eight and one on silver picks before last week. So yeah, seriously, like, so put, put the brakes on there, Pozzola. Like everyone's got a system too. Like if we had entered our team in the super contest, we'd be like, we'd be getting paid. Like you said it, Pat, right. Was it 10, one and one or whatever. That's like, and that's in the top tier category. Sometimes it's good to talk through your picks, but the thing is, you have to have the mindset of a person that's not going to like rattle you, uh, upset you, you know, and you got to stick to your guns. Like a lot of the time, like I notice with my team, I take a lot of weird stuff and you just got to be firm with it. You, I love it. You got to listen to people's criticism if they don't like a game. But the bottom line is, if you like it, you're going to take it. Right. But I don't mind uh, feedback if you guys think it sucks. But, you know, the, my, my thing is I got to stick to it sometimes and, and, and not waver. Yeah, every I time, agree with you. Every time we try to talk you out of a pick, I, it wins. You and win. Then I go with the one that loses. Exactly. That's so that's on. the point I was making. Is oftentimes you have a strong feel for what you actually want to pick, but then we run through like four or five of them, and and myself and Pat often, you know, will sometimes disagree with your your quote unquote like ugly pick, and you settle on something else. And I I think you need to be more forceful, Cam, and just okay. like stick with I your will. gut. I will. This week I'm going to be more determined, and uh, I'm just going to stick with it. Okay, you get it. Get, get let's, let's rock. Let's get to the gold picks. Reminder to everyone to play in the PME, DraftKings Listeners League. Still a 1,000 spots available. It'll be filled by Friday mornings. If you want your spot, go get it right now. Three max entry, $15 to play. No rake, thus making it the best tournament on DraftKings. Link is down in the description right now. This is the first week all year. We got to week five where I got to look at the betting board, look at every single game, and there wasn't one game that was like, oh, that's the one. I've had that every single week so far for my gold pick, and it's been working out. You're like, that line is wrong. I'm going to bet it. And I feel this way about one game, but I'm still kind of nervous about putting my faith back into it. They were one of my picks last week. It worked out. They won outright. But I will be selecting, Cameron, your Seattle Seahawks plus five and a half at New Orleans. So here's the deal. Uh, New Orleans stinks. And am I the only one who sees this? Maybe not. Yeah, uh, stinks is a little strong. What do they do? What do they, what do they do well? I don't know. I think I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I think Andy Dalton ran the offense better than Jameis Winston, who was hurt. Their defense has been a little bit overrated. Um, I think they're going to be a better team with Kamara in the lineup, and he comes this week. I'm just going to play I'll, devil's advocate. He, they're he, underachieving. He, he may not. They're underachieving. It looks like they might be out Jameis, Kamara, and Thomas again. Kamara's practicing mm-hmm. on a limited basis. He did that all last week, too, and then didn't play. I just, I, I, I feel like this is some sort of perception from before the year started about how good New Orleans is. Like, they were the sleeper pick. Oh, could they challenge Tampa in the South? Oh, they're, they're like minus 150 to make the playoffs this year. Like, they lost to Carolina. They should have lost to Atlanta. Like, it's just not any good. What do you think, Rob? I, I, I So, I, I have no strong feel on this game. I agree with that. I think New Orleans can is probably... I don't want to say that they're overrated in market because I think people are, are starting to get down on them overall, but definitely the defense this year is not what we expected going into the year, especially the defensive line. They just don't generate a pre- pass rush. The problem that I have with backing Seattle is now we have two instances of them playing very bad defenses, which are Detroit and Atlanta and their offense looking good. And then two instances of them playing very good defenses, Denver and San Fran, their offense looking horrible. And where does New Orleans fall? Probably somewhere in the middle of that. So I don't really know. I do think that the Seahawks defense is so bad that it doesn't matter who the Saints put out on the field, that they'll probably be able to move the ball and score. 
Um, I, I don't, I just, I've not had a strong feel for this game the entire week. I wish I could provide something additional here. Um, you know, New Orleans coming off the London game. I don't know if that's going to be an impact because typically in the past you would see teams take a bye after the London game. Now we have Minnesota and New Orleans actually playing this week. It's, it's rarely happened in the history of the NFL. I don't know if that's an impactful thing this week or not, but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't like the game. Like I won't bet this game this week. And if you asked me to, I would probably take Seattle, but I would be extremely not confident in that. I don't even mind Seattle on the money line in this one. Obviously, I much well, prefer ah, the five see, and a half. Listen to this guy. That's how you. That's how you do it. Pozzola, nice and bold, and like, yeah, Pat's coming in guns a blazing. I'll, I'll tell you one thing about Seattle: they can score. Um, you know, getting rid of Russell Wilson seemed like the right move. That's the thing. They weren't going to win with Russell Wilson anyway, so you might as well have Geno Smith and try to rebuild. Uh, their offense has been great. surprisingly good. Great. Their offense yeah, has yeah, been great. I would great say actually, this yeah, year. I will say yeah, G, G, uh, great with a capital G. Their defense, as Rob said, is absolutely horrible. It's like Swiss cheese. Anybody can do anything. Like all they had to do was like. Like they basically Detroit said we're throwing to Hawkinson and they did they couldn't like you know what I mean they actually showed Seattle the game plan and Seattle's defense is that bad Pat that's what I worry about I worry about the Saints winning like you know thirty eight to twenty seven or something like that they might blow them right out of the water yeah but I just don't, so I I agree with you I think there's going to be a ton of points in this game because I can see that Seattle can't stop anyone but I just don't believe in the New Orleans offense like especially if they're going to be out if it is going to be Dalton again it's going to be a lot of checkdown stuff a lot of like trying to run the ball with Mar- Mark Ingram, or if Kamara, if he's back, and listen, Kamara could have a huge game here. It's just, I don't think that the Saints, they can potentially slow down the Seahawks, but per DVOA right now, this is the second best offense in football. They're very efficient. They don't make a ton of mistakes. And for whatever reason, all of these years, you couldn't let Russ cook, Rob, but Geno can cook. Yes, but I will say this. It, the DVO, every metric for Seattle's offense is so heavily skewed by the Detroit game. Like if you strip out the Detroit game, they become a bottom they become a bottom 10 offense in the league in terms of efficiency. Now granted, again, they they would have played San Fran and Denver in that span. Those are harder defenses, but the the Lions game is skewing everything for the Seahawks offense overall. Like they basically scored on a scripted play against the Denver offense and uh, defense in week 1 and that scripted drive and then after that they couldn't really get anything going. The San Fran game was an abomination in terms of offensive yeah. uh, ability. I will say this about what I noticed, particularly with Dalton, obviously I'm a Cowboys fan. Um, I've seen Andy Dalton play for my team. It seems like he held up much better in this offense last week. It's one game, but his average depth of target last week was the second highest in the entire league. So he actually was throwing downfield against the Vikings defense. I think Chris Olave really stretches the field for the Saints Mm -hmm. and and kind of helps them have that downfield threat. I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of either of these teams. I, th- I I think there's an extremely large range on what either of these teams could be, but I don't mind Dalton in this offense, it's particularly in this game, because Seattle just doesn't pressure the quarterback all that well either. Rob, can I ask you guys a question non-related to football? I know, Pat, we can add, like, why are men wearing stirrup pants? Like, what's the deal with pants with elastics at the bottom and no socks? Like, I, I honest to God, this style, I want to, like, it drives me nuts, Pat. Like, when you're watching the PGA, I'm watching, like, Good Morning Football here. It's like, what's the deal? Like, have you ever worn, were you, Rob, you like jogging pants with elastics and uh, and shoes? Like, is this going to be going on forever? Like, everyone heard of, like, regular shorts or regular pants? Anyway, I hate that style. It pisses me off. I am quite literally wearing stirrup pants right Good. now. Good. Yeah, but you're also in your house. I'm in my underwear right now, so it doesn't matter. I'm talking about on TV and in public. Okay. Very right, Pat, different. You don't do it. I like Patty. Just like, regular stuff. Just come on, man. Stop wearing elastics on jogging pants with rolled up pants and stuff. Go buy capris then. Is it shorts? Is it pants? Give me a break. I, I don't I don't mind it, honestly. I don't mind it the changing sucks. looks. Like, like it I, sucks. So what I love is the uh Andrew Whitworth on the Amazon Prime feeds on Thursday night football does the the full hoodie with the blazer yeah. over it. That's I, that's I, a, that, that that that's horrible. I love that look. Uh, okay. I think it's it's like a casual but classy type of thing. Disagreed. I, 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 I like your big... flower shirt, but I, I'm, 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 you're never going to swing my opinion ever. Yeah, you, you're, you're very traditional in in what should no, be. No, I'm on not. A TV I'm not broadcast. traditional. I'd rather see you, Rob, like wear like metal T-shirts and pants and stuff. Like I don't even care if you wear like those guys used to in the old days with a damn chain holding your wallet. Like I don't even care. Like this stuff is out of control. I'm so sick and tired of watching Eric Van Ruin on the PGA Tour, Pat, with those pants. It pisses me off. <laughs> So you God, prefer he just wear not. like he you just prefer he wear Flax. Like, ra- Raphael Flax. Raphael Nadal Chapants those capris Just pants 
Why would you, instead of the, the elastic bands all the time, elastic bands are for underwear. They're not for slacks. Anyway, enough. Like, I'm just saying, uh, this style needs to go. Anyway, and I'm not, I have no style. So I'm just saying it just, I don't know what it is about it. It just bothers me. It just really bothers me. I, I just wanted to push back a little bit, Rob. And yes, the depth of target for Andy Dalton was pretty big in the London game. But I think there's two factors to consider here. One, they were down the entire second half and had to throw. And a lot yeah, of those good throws call. came on the final two drives. And they still ran the, they were a 50-50 run pass split. Like Dalton only mm -hmm. put it back 28 times. And most of those came on the final two drives. I, I Listen, I again, I, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. We have a pretty large sample size of what Dalton is at this point. The only thing that it's a pro like last week surprised me because Dalton was played a little bit more differently than I would have traditionally, you know, expected since he's become a backup in the league. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not rushing to lay six points with Dalton. Like that seems like not a great bet, but also I think Seattle is still really bad and they beat up on a Detroit team that has absolutely no defense and was missing all of their offensive weapons. And that's changed our perception of Seattle over the course of the yeah, week. Listen, I, I'm not saying that Seattle's some great team. I really don't think that. This is more of a bet against New Orleans, who I don't think is very good. I get it. And I can stand by that. I don't think the Saints are very good either. Do you have a gold pick? Or are you abstaining from gold picks this week, Rob? No. I, I mean, I, I, I could do the, like, I could retire undefeated, right? <laughs> do the Mr. Perfect walkout, spit out the gum and everything like that. Pat on the back, Barry Horowitz style, for sure. Uh, I like the Ravens as my gold pick this week. DraftKings minus three, minus 115. Uh, maybe I'm influenced a little bit too much by actually watching Cincinnati in person last week. Uh, but I do think the Bengals may have still lost that game if Tua did not get concussed, was not impressed with the Bengals whatsoever. A lot of people who like Cincinnati this week are pointing to the games they played against Baltimore last year, where they just destroyed the Ravens. Joe Burrow had 941 yards in two games against the Ravens last year. Uh, that was a very different Ravens team. Like they had so many injuries in the secondary last season that they had no chance of slowing down the Bengals. On top of that, they had Wink Martindale as their defensive coordinator, who is the most blitz-happy defensive coordinator in the league, which is exactly what Joe Burrow beats. The Ravens are blitzing a lot less this year. Um, they, you know, they're not going to have to be as aggressive against Joe Burrow. They seems like on the offense, they're getting Ron, Ronnie Stanley back at left tackle, which is absolutely huge for them. And one thing I will say is this Bengals defense, I think, is completely overrated right now, just by the virtue of them having played. Mitch Trubisky, Cooper Rush, Joe Flacco, and pretty much, you know, two-thirds of a game against Teddy Bridgewater last week. They have not faced a quality quarterback yet, and Lamar Jackson, to me, is just a different breed. So uh, I don't agree with this number. I am very down on Cincinnati. I'd love to watch them just keep pounding Joe Mixon up the middle for one yard at a time like they seem to do on every first down or second and long. Uh, I think the Ravens are going to take them to the woodshed on Sunday night football. This was this is Jeff's top pick of the week as well, Mr. Feinberg from the Spread Show, mm. where I highly suggest that you check that out this week. Uh, Cust had a meltdown. Yeah, it's it's the Spread Show. Of course, that's going to happen. <laughs> but I, this is on my short list for probably bronze pick as well. I really like the Ravens this week on Sunday night football mm. too. So, Eileen Bengals. Any reason why? No, not really. Just. Um... I, 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 to Rob, I'm like kind of like an old fossil. I, I'm looking at the old games and stuff. I just, I think the Ravens, I think the Ravens are overrated and I think Harbaugh's an idiot personally, but that's just, uh, I see, that's I, just my opinion. I, I go the other way. I think Harbaugh, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about I think this. Harbaugh's again, like a, we're, not, we're not going into analytics or whatever about that no, decision with the field goal and stuff. We're not I, having this conversation. I, 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 I don't care about the analytics stuff. I just feel like okay. Harbaugh is the best coach in football at grinding out the minor edges, wherever it may be. Like when was the last time you saw the Ravens with bad special teams? It doesn't They happen. lose in the fourth quarter every time, Pat. That to me, that I don't care. I, I, I honestly, this, team cannot win a fourth quarter game i'm looking at things from a reality perspective find decisions late in games that help your team he is not winning those games it's not just on the coach it's on the players but it's a team effort anyway there's a lot of things i like about harbaugh but lately i think it's just it's kind of like the guys like you know the hamsters off the wheel a bit that's just my opinion though that's just my opinion all right well what are you taking for a gold pick let's get back on track here Okay, okay. I know there's a lot of anger today. I don't understand why I'm so fired up. It's just ridiculous. I, don't, I, I like you guys too. Um, it's probably, Washington. It's probably because you're wearing a shirt. I'm not going to lie to you. 
Yeah, it's a good point. I, I didn't mean to take off my shirt last week. That's probably a very bad decision. Give me no. the Washington com Commanders. Um, the Commandos. All this right. Is in, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is insane. Yeah, that might as well go. Commando? Commanders. Commies. Commies. Cams? Cams? Yeah, the Commies. I'll take the Commies <laughs> plus two and a half. Uh, you know what, Pat? I've taken this team against the Eagles in a letdown spot, but this is the week I really feel that they will show up. I know I, I really can't back this up. The Washington Commanders aren't a great team. I just don't think Tennessee shit should be favored by two and a half on the road. Watching that Indianapolis game last week, Indianapolis killed themselves. Uh, Rob, you and Patrick can go into your databases and tell me you know, what the story is, but I'm going to tell you this. This is the week for the Commanders, and I really think they show up and win this game outright. I'm going to take the two and a half, and I think the line kind of tells you something too. The books feel, I feel like it's a kind of a bait line uh, with Tennessee. I don't think they're as good as people think. I just think the Colts played a really bad game, and they tried to come back in that game and ran out of time. This is the week for the Commanders. I think they put it all together and win by four. I like Washington here too. I, I saw the same thing you did just watching that. Thank you. Tennessee was my best bet last week against Indy but it's almost like my my new strategy this year for the gold picks is just bet against teams that I think that are no good and are just laying okay. huge points and like I don't think New Orleans is good Indianapolis at least through four weeks is the worst team in football Rob I don't agree with that they're horrible I, I don't think they're the horrible. worst the, team in football the, but the Bears bad. can the Bears cannot make a forward pass yeah well that's fine they're just trying to win the Super Bowl in 1922 that's fine Yes, I li like th there's no way th there's Indianapolis stinks, so but there's the so many worse teams than Indianapolis. Yeah, but but right he, now. but here's the thing about Chicago. Chicago is not trying to move the trying to pass the ball forward. They're just trying to grind it out on the ground the entire time. Like the Colts only have one play. It's Matt Ryan actively trying to give the ball to the other team. Yes, Matt Ryan has a fumble problem, big time. Matt Ryan's got a lot of problems, and I feel bad for him. It, it, you know what? We all get older. You know, we all get high cholesterol. Some get diabetes. It's time for him to leave football. And it's, it's actually, Patrick, I'm going to say this. It's hard, guys. Rob, when we worked at the score, remember him at Boston College? Like, mm -hmm. it's just time, father time waits for no one. That's the whole thing. And he's just watching him getting pounded and making bad decisions time after time. I don't think there's any, uh, his brain has been affected by it. It's just, he's not the same man. We all get older. It sucks. He's got to retire. I don't like seeing him get hit anymore, Pat. It's actually hard to watch the Colts play football because Matt Ryan looks like he's confused out there a lot. Yeah, it's just it's it's something new for him, like learning an entirely yeah. new system, different different locker room, all of that. Like some guys just don't adjust to that very well, mm -hmm. especially when you You're play right. in the same place for like thirteen years. And this team just isn't up to snuff. Like we thought, it's a lot like the per perception of going into the year. We thought that they were going to be better. I was down on them, but I didn't think they'd be this bad. But they mm -hmm. truly are this bad. But the Colts have historically been bad in September under Frank Reich, Rob. Yes, for me, it's it's the Colts O line. Like I, I didn't think the Colts were going to have one of the best offensive lines in the league, but Ryan is facing so much pressure. It's true, and, and he's the quarter. He's not the quarterback that can just hang in there. Like he's he's a statue, right? Like I see, I've seen him try to to rush the ball a couple times this it's, year and roll out hard. of the pocket. It's hard to watch, right? He's he's not that guy. So if you make him, you know, sit back there and throw the ball behind a bad O line bad things are going to happen, but hey, at least they can complete a downfield pass. Like the bears, they, they honestly, it's, it's horrendous. The watching that and there's worse. Like I honestly, I would bet Indianapolis on uh, a neutral against Seattle. I would bet Indianapolis oh, for sure against Houston. I would like, I'd bet them against a lot of these other teams, the giants. I take Indianapolis against the giants. Um, so the Colts are, you know, they're not what we thought they were, but I'd pump the brakes on them being the worst team around. No, he's just saying they're bad. He, no, 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 no. I, 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 I am. I am calling them the worst team in football. <laughs> like after watching all the games and watching all the teams, they've been the worst. Like they they had to stage an epic comeback just to tie Houston, who's also That's terrible. True. They are pretty bad. Yeah. Like yes, they, uh, like their only play on offense that works is throw to the guys that are seven feet tall. That's it. I mean, I, I, I don't disagree that the Colts are below average right now. I'm. I would. I would. You know, not agree. Things that can change. In like the lower echelon in terms of like horrible teams. I could look, be wrong by that. Look awful that, right but now. Yeah, there's. I, I kind of like them Thursday night. Am I crazy? No, I love Denver. Love Denver on Thursday night. Hey Pat, this is the thing though. I can't listen to you guys anymore, even though we're friends. Remember, I got to stick to my guns. I had the same talk with Marenzi. Everyone like Denver, Denver, Denver. I, I know what I, I just Rob. I don't know how you feel. I think Indianapolis shows up on Thursday night. It's just I, I, I like the Colts on. Thank you. If you're getting three and a half, De Denver averages sixteen and a half points exactly. a game on offense. They have to cover. They have to win by four to cover a spread. I mean, yeah, I don't think that's that a good bet. 
We're allowed to disagree. No, I, I'm with you. I think the Colts could like lose the game by one, maybe even win by three. I'm with you, Bazola. We're reading each other's mail this week. Hey, the loss of I Randy. Love your database. Gre- no, Randy Gregory is huge for Denver. Like it's huge. Yeah, He's it, such an impactful player. D- Denver could lose half their defense, and it would still shut down this terrible Colts offense. Possibly. I even though Jonathan Taylor is out, I think the Colts are going to have a lot of success running the ball on the Denver defensive front this week. All right. I, I, I bet the minus three when it was minus three. Although at DraftKings, you can get minus three or minus three and a half at plus 105 right now. So I assume that means it's leaning back towards three. Is that how that works, Rob? I think it's going to go. I honestly don't think it's going to come off. Like, it'll just juggle back and forth. It'll be I think three and a half, I think. I think no, not many people like Indianapolis, Pat. That's just my op- opinion. Or it'll be three heavy juice, like oh, minus exactly. three, minus I, 125. Yeah, see, I, I, I actually saw it the other way. Most of the people I've talked to are betting the Colts in this game because they're just like, oh, Denver's, really? Denver's no good. Like, Denver's, at least Denver plays good defense. The Colts don't do anything. Mm. No, I think I think this game is a train wreck anyway. It makes me sick. The one thing I would be extremely concerned about with Denver is having. Uh, so this is like a historical. I'm not a trends guy. People are going to call me out being but, a trends guy. Yeah, whatever, yeah, but, yeah, but th- but this one works for you, so it's a good. It's applicable, right? I think there's something. I think there's something to it. Like it's 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 not like you know this team when there's a full moon or dating back to 1979. Yeah. But if we if we look at recency since Thursday night football started. Rookie head coaches on Thursday night football have a horrible track record against the spread. Uh, part of that is having to prep their team on a short week, which they're not accustomed to doing. And like, I'm not, I'm not sold on Nathaniel Hackett whatsoever. Oh, he's horrible. Put, putting him putting together a game plan on a short week. He can't even put a game plan together in a long week. So yeah, I don't know what's going to happen in yeah, three days. Well, wouldn't you say that actually works to their benefit? If he can't do it in seven days, he yeah, also less time to think. Yeah. He also, he also <laughs> can't do it in three days. Nothing changes. I think it just gets worse. Pat, like, I'm like a politician. When uh, when trends work for me, I love them. When they don't, who cares? Of course. <laughs> We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Rob, let's go to you for a silver selection. Okay, uh, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers laying nine and a half against the Falcons. I'm with you um, on this. My, my so mighty Falcons. I think, yeah. They're going to murder them, right? The, the Bucs are now fully healthy, pretty much. All, like when you consider all the pieces that they've had missing, all these games against the Cowboys, the Saints, the Packers, where they could not score, I think that's in the past. The game against the Chiefs, Fine. I mean, the Chiefs are the Chiefs when they play like that. Who's going to beat the Chiefs when they play like that? And they can just basically move the ball on every possession. With this healthy team, I don't see how the Falcons' defense is going to stop them. Falcons have played four games this season. They have forced three quarterback hurries all year. Three in the entire season. Brady's going to sit behind this offensive line. He's going to pick apart this defense. And what we're starting to see is actually the Falcons' offense is not as good as we gave him credit for earlier on in the year as well. They're passing the ball way less. Mariota has like 20 pass attempts in the last two weeks. They're just, it, for whatever reason, whatever was working for them in the early few games of the year, it's not working for them now. The oh, Bucks defense. I, I, I would disagree. I would push back on that. Like, we can okay. look at last week, seven completed passes for Mariota. He wasn't very good. But they were running the ball for nine yards of carry. They were just like, let's do this every time. And they did, and they won. <laughs> Fair enough. They won. 
That was a Browns defensive front that was minus three of their four starters on the defensive line. Okay, but eventually we have to get to the point. They did the same thing to New Orleans, who still has a good rush defense per the numbers in week one. They were like, we're just going to throw these different looks at you and we will effectively run the ball. Yep, and the most effective rushing teams in terms of EPA on an annual basis, there's absolutely no correlation with success in the NFL. Yeah, but you're not. So that you, would be. But, my, you, but you're not picking Atlanta to win this game. They need to cover nine and a half in this game. Sure, and I mean, listen. The reality is, they've played one game where they were a big underdog. First of all, the Rams were bigger favorites against Atlanta. So the Tampa Bay is being priced as worse than the Rams against the Atlanta Falcons. Secondly, that game was a complete farce in terms of the final score. Like the Rams destroyed the Falcons in that game, and still Atlanta lost. Bl- and Atlanta, Atlanta should have won that game. Blocks a punt for a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Falcons run around; they take the safety at the end of the game. That was an extremely lopsided performance. Rams had fifty-six percent success rate on offense in that game. The Falcons had forty-four. Um, I, I just think that there's a sizable discrepancy between these two teams. Last thing I would point out is that. Um, yeah, I think the Falcons are a hot commodity in market, generally speaking. Because they're 4-0 ATS, right? They've covered every spread, yeah. right? People don't really want to bet against them. Um, I think this is like the sell-high point on Atlanta, personally. Uh, I'm with you. I like the Bucks this week, minus 9.5 yeah, as well. Agree. And it is because of how the market is now starting to perceive Atlanta. I still think Atlanta's pretty good. Like, they're kind of like Seattle. You know you can bet Seattle 15-1 to 1 to make the playoffs in the NFC? They're not making the playoffs bad. Who's going to make the playoffs in the NFC? One shitty team is going to make the playoffs. I thought it before it, it the year. It won't be C. It won't be C. I, I thought before the year it would be Atlanta, and Atlanta is firmly in the mix. I mean, if they win this game, they're winning their division. But if Seattle can beat New Orleans this week, they're three and two against these other jabroni teams. Like the Giants aren't making the playoffs. That's not happening. They're terrible. So you go like what? Let's pencil in the Vikings, although we probably shouldn't. You go Green Bay, Minnesota, Tampa Bay. Philly and San Dallas, Francisco, San Francisco, Philly, then there's one Dallas. other team. And I don't think the Rams are that good. I agree. I agree with that statement. So I don't think a, Seattle makes the playoffs. I listen, I 15 don't 15 to 1's a great number though. Yeah, I don't think that they make the playoffs at 15 to 1. That's probably one of the better ones you can find out there for make the playoffs. What's your what's your uh what's your database saying there gigabyte? I I actually think I when Pat first said it, I was like no, and now as I'm looking at the NFC standings, I'm like 15 to one, I think is a good bet on Seattle to make the play. Like there, there is, there is no clear cut seventh team in the NFC. If you think that the Rams are not as good as they were last year, (laughs) then there's no clear cut seventh team. And I personally like, I think there's enough reason to be concerned about the Rams overall. You want want to talk, you want to talk about a one dimensional team. Sorry to interrupt Rob there, the, the Rams. Well, okay. We'll throw it a Cooper cup, that offensive line. Like they got real problems, man. The Rams have problems. Yeah, they and run Cooper they, Cup and Tyler Higby. Yeah, Higby Higby's gets Higby. like 14 Sorry, targets forgot. a game too. Yeah, yes, that's a good call. Yeah, they they run the pass it to Will offense. It's like watching one of these mid major <laughs> teams who's a 16 seed in the NCAA. I don't think Matt tournament. Stafford's going to finish the season, guys. I got a really bad feeling. I don't wish like I remember once I said Zion Williamson. I needed a bet for Virginia Cavaliers when they won the national championship, and his shoe exploded, and <laughs> they th- think I had some kind of like dark voodoo magic, which I do not have, but. Watching this guy play, it's it's not a good scenario. Like this guy, I think he's more banged up than people think too. They're, I think the Rams have major, major problems. Yeah, so the door is open for one of these crappy teams. And that's assuming that like Dallas and Minnesota can keep it together. And Minnesota yeah. appear, although they're three and one, every week they appear to be falling apart at the seams and they could be like 0 and 4 right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, the NFC. I, I, it it is. It's wide open. Like that, that last spot is what. I, I can see Seattle, like the Giants are three and one. Who cares? Like the Giants are going to fall off a cliff at some point, right? They have to. They, 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 I mean, I don't know that they have to, but they're just not very good. The rest of these teams are all like, maybe the Lions would be like sneaking for the seven if they can turn it around, but their defense is so bad. Like, I think there's, there's legitimately a concern about every single team in the NFC that's not that you wouldn't pencil in to the playoffs right now. Like, and the Seahawks also have that. A similar concern but 15 to 1 i mean that's like a super long shot flyer price i'm i think that's a, a solid bet yep that, that that's all i was saying as it pertains to see no, it makes sense they might go 2 and 15 but here here we exactly. are in today's day and age but i like tampa bay minus nine and a half cam what is your silver pick oh god okay do you want I'm me to waiting. go first i i have no one. no I'm, I'm i'm fine i just got i gotta stick to it be strong here. Got to be strong. 
Give me the Carolina Panthers plus six and a half against the San Francisco 49ers. I love this. I love it too. I love the 49ers against the Rams. It was one of my biggest plays of the year. And I think this is a, a extreme letdown spot for San Francisco, taking these guys lightly. You guys like databases, and I'll look at, at things. We actually kind of get to the same place in different ways. I'm looking at stock, and Carolina's stock has never been worse with Baker Mayfield and the fans and everything else. It's a perfect time to jump on them. This is what we do. This is the National Football League. Give me those damn cats. By the way, if you bet every team that is a feline this week, I think you make money. I will start with Carolina as a silver I wish I got seven. I'll take the damn six and a half. Well, that's that's one of the reasons. Let's go. Rob, this just, I brought this up a few times this week, that this just reeks of that Colts-Chiefs game from two weeks ago. Like, why why hasn't this spread gone to seven yet this week? I don't understand. You like Carolina, who, Rob? Who the hell is betting? Who, I mean, besides Cam and I, apparently, who the hell is betting on Carolina? Yeah, I, don't, I think, honestly, it would be San Fran or nothing. I'm, I'm not going to bet the game, but I think Carolina is one of these toxic teams that, uh, I, I mean, I especially think Matt Rule is, like, on the chopping block. I'm not sure oh, that team's going to get up. And, is he the worst coach? He is the worst coach in the National Football League, right? He's he's the worst coach, and he has one of the worst OCs in Ben McAdoo. And I, honestly, yeah. like, I, I, would, I, would, I would typically agree with everything you guys are saying. Carolina, low point in market. San Fran, high point coming off of a primetime win. They looked really, really good, but I cannot do it. Like every year, there's that team that I think you just have to cross off and say, no, I'm done with them until they actually show me something. The Panthers, to me, are that team. I don't know how Carolina is going to score. Like Carolina cannot move the ball, period, against anyone. They have one of the worst O-lines in the league against one of the best D-lines in the league right now. Now, granted, they don't have to te – technically, it's San Fran that has to cover this spread, and San Fran's offense is not super great either so far this year. We've seen a lot of time – like, they only scored 17 offensive points against the Rams. The week before, they only scored 10. Sure, but I just think it's a lopsided X's and O's matchup. I think it is one of those games where the 49ers can show up and be, like, asleep – offensively and still win the game like I, I, I know what? I think they're going to be asleep Rob and squeak out a win like it's going to be a desperation Robbie Gould field goal at the end because they took Carolina lightly and I'll take the cover that's why I'm betting that's why I'm getting six and a half points I'm yeah. not laying any but Fair see enough. what happens Pat it's hard you guys I make these picks and Rob Rob's a very good defense attorney that's the thing I always I got these voices <laughs> in my head I'm got to stick to it Pat and I'm glad you're on the cats with me oh there is no, your opinion th th Rob. there there is nothing logical about taking the Panthers this week Nothing. There was nothing that points to them covering the spread, but that's, that's the reason. That's the way I that, roll. That's the reason to take it, right? Yep. Thank you. I'm with they, you. they just remind. So, like, obviously, listen. I'm not betting this game. I'm not picking a side in this game. So, I, they just remind me of like a few years ago where I was in the same boat with the Jaguars early on in the season, where it's like, oh, the Jaguars stock, and then it just kept getting lower and low. Even Urban Meyer last year, right? It's like, oh, the Jaguars are as bad as it gets, but like now's the time to jump on. No, it gets worse and worse. The Cleveland Browns did this several years ago as well when they were mm -hmm. rolling through all these quarter Deshaun Kaiser and whoever else they were rolling through. And it's like, oh, like Cleveland is, they're getting unlucky. They're going to get better. And I just feel the same way about Carolina. Like, remember Hogan? I, oh, I remember, <laughs> I remember Hogan. Hogan. I remember Hogan. I, they Stanford went through so Cardinal. many different yeah. garbage quarterbacks. But yeah, I mean, that's how I feel about Carolina. Like, I don't know how Car Carolina's offense is so bad. Maybe their defense scores for them in this game. Well, and they, they keep it please close. So, so th so th there, there are two things. There's two ways that they cover here. And Cam, if I if you're going to bet Carolina, I would say, yeah. listen, this might cost you the plus six and a half. But parlay that with the under. Because I don't think this game hits an over and Carolina covers the spread. I think the scores like San Francisco wins like 17 to 14, 17, 16. Yeah, I, was thinking, I agree. I, I think would, it's going to be a d dirty, ugly game. Yeah. Agreed. If this game hits the over, San Francisco covers the spread. That's the way that I would kind of think about it. If you're going to bet one side, I mean, you probably don't want to correlate the minus six and a half with the over because San Francisco just might win 24, nothing. Uh, I'm glad that, you're that, on your, my side, Pat. I feel, I feel good about that. Cause yeah. usually when I take these crazy things, I'm kind of on my own Island. And I just think it's, I, I just think it's an inflated number. You know what? 
beating the Rams like that, that was a very emotional Monday night game. And these guys are still human beings, right? Like we're all not robots. They leak uh, blood, not oil. And I think they're going to take Carolina very lightly in this spot. I just think San Francisco walks into this game cocky and they shouldn't be. And Carolina gets us to cover. Yeah, this this is going to require not necessarily a defensive touchdown, but like a special teams turnover, something deep mm-hmm. in their own end to like generate two field goals or something like that. And like the biggest mismatch on paper is you have the 31st offense against the number one defense. That's not good. But to kind of flip it over, like as Rob mentioned, San Francisco's defense isn't very good. Carolina still has a top third defense currently in the NFL, and they have top 10 special Mm -hmm. teams, and the special teams for the 49ers have been really bad. Like, those are the little edges in these stupid games that end up... It was was just like that Colts game. Like, how did the Colts beat the Chiefs? Because the Chiefs muffed a punt on the one-yard line to start the game. It's like, stupid shit like that's going to happen. And I can see this being one of those games. It's this game, or it's the stupid Chicago-Minnesota game. Possibly. I mean, I, I think Cam already touched on one with his gold as well with what like nobody wants to go near Washington. I think that that could be like Tennessee is maybe overrated, but there are a lot of these games this week where there's a it was a bad toxic team against another team that yeah. we envision in market as good. Um, Carolina, like San Fran, Carolina, go bet an exact final score of San Francisco six, Carolina zero. <laughs> Yeah, and I win by the hook. There you go. Yeah, was, no one's been more against the Ponzi scheme Panthers than I have. But I'll ju- I love it. Six nothing. I'll jump off the Falcons this week. Jump off the Panthers, and then I'll, I'll reverse course again starting next week. My silver pick. Uh, I was kind of a toss up between what I wanted as my silver, what I wanted as my gold. I like these two plays. These are my two favorite plays. I've seen a lot of sharp people this week. Rob, you're a sharp. Do you like the Cardinals as much as everyone else does? Because I don't. The Eagles are just the really good version of the Cardinals. <laughs> I do not like the Cardinals at all, period. The Cardinals have not done anything offensively unless they've been in garbage time this year. That's it. That's my, Offensively that's, speak. That is my one problem with this one. I, Philly minus five and a half uh, this, 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 this game's got a wide back door open, baby. Yeah, but the, Cardinals, got. but the Cardinals stink. Don't forget that. Yeah, no, no, no. no. I, I lean Cardinals, and I am definitely the opposite of sharp. I'm about as dull as you get. I still get my knives uh, sharpened by the guy with the with the jingly bells. But I'm telling you, Pat, this game's got uh, backdoor cover written all over yeah, see, it. It's you a dangerous would, game. You would think that, but this is one of the fun things about having Cliff Kingsbury as a coach that you bet against yeah. is, listen, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be nine points, or it'll be like 11 points or something like that. And like the Cardinals are on like the one-yard line fourth down it's like oh if they get a touchdown here maybe they can get the two and figure it out he's like no no no. let's kick the field goal now we'll wait on the <laughs> touchdown later he's stupid enough to do that he is he i, I for me the arizona's bad football team you're not going to get me to bet them this week they have some sort of weird thing going on as well dating under cliff kingsbury where they actually stink at home and they're they're fine on the road i don't and know in what the fir- it is. and in the first half rob like yep. the thing is and you guys are smart people the part, uh, the first part of the game is scripted, and we talk about this. So for all the people think, that think Kingsbury is some kind of genius, it's like basically they do nothing. Then they have to come back, and Kyler Murray says, "Wow, these plays suck." So I'm just going to run around and improvise. That's the, that's the Cardinals in a nutshell. So maybe, am I right? So I like Philly. So maybe the bet is Philly minus three and a half first half. I don't know, Pat. You got to do your thing. I don't want to be the guy that changes you if you like it for the game. I just think the back door is open, but that's just my opinion. I I, yeah, listen, I agree with you. The back door is open with the way that Kyler plays. I just think that the – like, who, who's stopping the Eagles in this game? Not, Car- so not, only, not Arizona. The only thing I will say about – so the, the Eagles matchup on offense against the Cardinals defense. The Cardinals defense is better now than it was early in the year. So they're, they're pretty much – I don't want to say at complete health. They still have Antonio Hamilton out, but they are – this is their defense for the most part at this point. The Eagles did have a couple offensive line injuries last week and guys that are trending towards not playing this week. Their left tackle, Jordan Mailata, their right guard, Isaac Suomalo. We have not seen, the, like last time we saw Jalen Hurts behind a injured offensive line was last year. He played fine, but it wasn't near the level of what he's playing at this year. So I do think that there is a, a opportunity for Arizona's defense to at least limit the Eagles output. I don't think the Eagles are going to go in here and score 10 points or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying, but Arizona does generate a pass rush. If you're missing two O linemen against a team that generates a pass rush, it can be a little bit more challenging. So that's my concern. You would not get me to bet Arizona in this game. I do not see them as quote unquote, the sharp side as I think people are going to talk themselves into Arizona, but 
�����������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������������
Like you're buying Rams at bottom of market in Dallas, essentially at like not the top of like their the market. I like the Rams too. Pat. I, 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 I like the Rams. I think everyone's going to be on Dallas this week. I think the Rams. Uh, I don't think they're a great football team, but I think they cover this week. Yeah, and it's up to five and a half now. That was down to four and a half. But bronze picks, Cam. You want to you want to give us uh, some options here? Or do you have one solid one? I'm not going to listen anymore. I'm just, I got to, I got to be a better man and not go get into peer pressure. You guys are getting me into trouble. I got enough problems in my life. Give me the Cleveland Browns. Um, two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 I got it. It's two and a half. It's not three. I'll take, if I want to buy it on my own, I'll get a three. I'll get two and a half, two and a half. Give me the Browns. Don't buy the point. Don't buy the point. Don't, don't buy. The, I don't, don't I don't buy have the point. this discussion. I don't have this discussion right now either. But we'll talk about it one day. You'll talk to me about give me the give me the list about buying a half point, and we will also you will teach me how to run a database. But I will take the Cleveland Browns plus two and a half in this football game. I don't believe in the Chargers. Uh, Houston even came back against these guys. There's a lot of other games, Pat. I do like the Rams as a uh, bronze selection, but I'm going to stick to my guns with Cleveland at two and a half. I think that game against Atlanta. Uh, was a farce. I didn't like what I saw at the end of that football game. I don't know what it is, Rob, and I know we've had a disagreement before. I will say one thing about Stefanski. I don't think he, like, I think he does good things. I don't understand what happens to this guy in the fourth quarter, though. It's, he's almost like he gets the jitters and the shakes, and I hope the game's not too too close back then, but I think Cleveland will do enough and have a game plan to beat the Chargers in this spot. Big game for Cleveland at home. Give me the Browns plus two and a half. I like the Chargers, but I'm not super sold on it either. Well, way, so. I don't know what else to take. I could take I could take the Rams and uh, what other game did I like? There was another one, but I'm going to stick to the Browns and because I, I don't want to switch my opinion anymore. Okay, Rob, bronze pick. Bronze pick for me. By the way, I I, I don't mind that pick in terms of the Browns either. But I, it's like one way action. Everyone that I've seen in the Sharp community, so people that I I <laughs> interact with frequently, like the Chargers in this game. So I'm on a lonely island with the Browns as well, but. If Miles Garrett is back, it's Miles Garrett against a rookie left tackle. Remember, Rayshon Slater got hurt for the Chargers mm-hmm. a few weeks ago. On top of that, what's been the problem for the Chargers going like forever now? They cannot defend the run. Teams just run all over them. And if there's one team that can successfully put together drives by running the ball, it's Cleveland. The issue is this happened last week for the Browns against the Falcons. It's right. Like you got to score in the red zone. And you the can't Ra- have Jacob- the Jacoby Browns- Brissett throw the ball away on fourth and goal. You know, you can't throw it in the over the back of the end zone. It doesn't make any sense. The Browns can't stop anyone at this point. Their defense is like bottom five in the league so far. And that was even with Garrett when he was there. Now that he was out, he's probably not going to be 100% even if he plays this week. I just don't see how they stop the Chargers. So I think Joe Woods is a bad defensive coordinator personally. It's something new with the Browns every year. So last year, they had the best early down defense in the NFL. First and second down, best defense. Third down, could not get off the field. This year, it's later in games, exactly like Cam described. Uh, their defensive numbers are are completely skewed by what they've allowed in the fourth quarter. Now, the Chargers are like a team that can put up yards in the fourth quarter, so that would be concerning. But overall... You know, I, I don't know about L.A. Like, L.A. caught Houston last week. I think Houston's really bad. Makes the Chargers look a lot better than they are. Houston we'll... came back against them, too, guys. Remember they were killing them? That game got interesting. Like, the Chargers yep. barely covered with a late touchdown. Just saying. Just saying. Yep. Agreed. Um, I'm going to take a um, – I'm going to take the Miami Dolphins. Minus three and a half. I'm not going to buy to three. Wow. I'm going to take the I Dolphins. I know a lot of guys like the Jets this week, but so I like that you're on your own island there. So I, do, so I, do I, I. I like Miami. I, I, so, like, the Jets are, I Man. in my mind, the Jets are an 0-4 team. Like, that's how I view them. They beat Cleveland. I don't, like, let's, that game was literally over. The game was over if Nick Chubb just did not score a touchdown. If he just, you know, did what people should be coached to do, that game is done. They beat the Steelers this last Sunday. I don't actually even know how the Jets won the game. They, they were down the majority of the game, 2010, going into the fourth. Zach Wilson put together some nice drives. Fine. He showed up on the injury report this week. I think he's probably going to play. But regardless, I just think that there's a huge discrepancy between these two teams. Like, the Jets stink. Miami's actually good. And sure, you get Teddy, but Teddy's the type of guy that He'll, he's not. He's a downgrade from Tua. I don't like the people who's like, oh, it's you know, it's Tua and Teddy. It's the same thing. It's not. Um, but he can move the ball. I mean, he's consistently done this over the course of his career. When he comes in as a backup, you look at last week when he had a clean pocket. He was ten of thirteen for 150 yards last week with a clean pocket. The Jets don't generate a whole lot of pressure. So I, I like the matchup for Miami's offense. The big thing for me here is the Jets are down their top four tackles. 
If you go to the beginning of the year and look at their depth chart overall, they're missing Dwayne Brown, who went on IR. They're missing George Fant, Mackay Becton, and now Max Mitchell, the right tackle, got hurt last week. They're playing with a fifth and sixth string left tackle and right tackle this week. And I know the Dolphins don't have the best pass rush in the world, but the Dolphins actually put some pressure on Burrow last week. If they face a bad O-line, they can get home. And the one thing I know about Zach Wilson is that guy under pressure, he's going he's gonna to melt. He's going to turn the ball over. So uh, I think it's a short price. I mean, honestly, I think there's a huge discrepancy between these two teams. Also in coaching, I do love what McDaniel's done with that offense overall. So uh, I'm, I'm going to lay it with Miami. So I have it narrowed down to five selections that I like this week. The only one that I bet is the Broncos minus, well, it's minus three and a half at DraftKings Sportsbook. I have selected it minus three, but I would bet the minus three and a half anyway. The Bills minus 14 feels like, Love it. Feels like stealing. This should be like minus 29. Like the Pittsburgh is awful. Like r- truly bad, even with Kenny Pickett. Matt, I think the Bills are going to win this game. I, like, I, I think something like 37 to 10. Like, yeah. I think they kill them. Yeah, and like no. What do you think, Rob? Probably no Minka um, Fitzpatrick for I, the Steelers either. Yeah, it's not just Minka Fitzpatrick. Like the half the Steelers secondary is hurt this week as well. Could not take Pittsburgh, but I don't like betting against unknowns. And I think Peck, Pickett could be good. So that's my only thing. But I I could not bet Pittsburgh this week. So Chargers were on the short list. Ravens were on the short list, but that conflicts with some of your guys' picks. Not that I can't do that, but I won't do that. Although mm-hmm. Rob, you and I tried to double up last week with Denver. That did not work out for <laughs> us. That got that got us two losses right away. I don't want to have the same thing happen with the Ravens. The other one I was giving strong consideration to were Jags minus seven. Feels like, like the Jags. this should be higher, but they got beat down because of five turnovers and crappy conditions against the league's best team last week. And if they still almost covered it by the time it came to the end, they were up 14 nothing in that game. I, I just feel like what they do well is the ant the perfect matchup for what the Texans don't do well. Like they're just really going to exploit them in almost every way in this game. Um I I so this I don't, I don't have an opinion on the game. I make the spread seven personally, so not something I'm going to bet. I have no idea what the Jags actually are so just as of now. And I think this game is going to like vastly, I know it's just against a, a lowly team like Houston, but it is going to affect my opinion of Jacksonville going forwards because so far, if you look at the Jags season, they, they lost to Washington, which I mean is very hard to do. They lost to Washington in week one. They beat Indy and they beat the Chargers. Both of those teams were dealing with a ton of injuries in those games, or at least injuries at key positions. And then against Philadelphia, you know, they blew a 14-0 lead and they basically got smoked the rest of the way. So I don't know what the Jags are. I don't like Houston at all. I think Davis Mills is bad, consistently bad. Um, so uh, I don't know. It's it's, it's tough. But I, this to me is like, will, will impact how I view Jacksonville going forwards. All right, well, I will settle on Buffalo, minus 14, as my bronze selection of the week. Yes, Pat. Love it. I really hope this isn't a situation like week one last year with the Steelers where they got wildly outplayed yet somehow beat Buffalo. (laughs) Thing is, too, the revenge angle, Buffalo's played one home game, and they basically played like junk in the first half against Tennessee, and we saw Malik Willis come in the game. Like, they murdered them. (laughs) Yep. And uh, I don't know what Pittsburgh's going to do. A bunch of drunks going through tables, lighting each other on fire. Their second home game of the year with a rookie quarterback coming in there. I can tell you one thing. I saw Peyton Manning in his rookie year in Buffalo, and he got absolutely torqued. It's a tough crowd. It's a bad spot. Pat, I think they win this game by like 27, 28 points. I'm with you. I think that's, that's actually a really good point. Like if, if you go back to Buffalo last year and look at their defense against the rookies that they face. So they face Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson twice, Mac Jones database. three times. Davis Mills, those teams averaged just over 12 points a game. Like if it, it, it's very difficult to score on the Bills defense with a rookie quarterback against Sean McDermott, like McDermott's a, a great head coach. So um, I, I, I lean with you guys. I just don't like laying huge spreads. Oh, in the it's, NFL, a, it's a big spread. Yeah, it's I, big I, I'm it's not Pittsburgh. Never Pittsburgh for me here. All right. Excellent. Any final thoughts? You have do you have some more plays you like to throw out there, Cam? I know you like yeah, that, but you, get, you really nah, I'm no, nah, no. Nah, I think uh Bear, wow, Bears dude. plus seven, Giants plus no. eight. <laughs> no, I don't know. None. Uh maybe what? the I think the I think the Lions show up this week, but I don't want to uh, get into it too much. Yeah, I, mean, I the, told you. What I are, like felines this week. A lot of cats this week. I, I, I do well. I wish it was a little bit more, but I mean this is where I would prefer the Lions. I don't like the goof outside. That's not good. But Lions as an underdog just seems like a play every week. If they're ever favored, just bet against them. 
What's the goof, Pat? Who who's uh, a goof? He, he plays quarterback for the Detroit Lions. The goof. Goof. Oh, Jared oh, goof. oh, Jared, oh goof. Jared, Jared Goof. Well, Jared I, goof. I, I actually I like the goof. I think he's 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 serviceable. Keep him in, keep him indoors. Yes, yeah, Goof. Uh, I don't know. He played a pretty good playoff game in the cold weather in Green Bay. But anyway, I, I have a different opinion of the Goof than everybody else. I think he's okay. I think he's okay Not too. Great. Just I don't like this. Yeah. I don't like it like rainy, cold in New England in October. That doesn't sound like the. Well, that, that, what's who started for New England? Zappy. He, uh, he's not going to be as good. No. But the li- but the thing is, can they just – the only worry I have about this game, like I think the Lions do win. I'm with you on that. It's just if mm-hmm. the Patriots can turn around and hand the ball off 65 times, can Detroit stop them? I think they I, – I, th- I, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> you're right. I don't know what – you guys throw it in your database. I just think this is the week Detroit shows up. And asking New England to win by more than a field goal, I think, is a stretch this week. I think the Lions win the game outright. Cam Stewart, where can everyone find you all week? Uh, hopefully in bed. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm at sports grid, uh, Monday to Friday, uh, uh, 6 PM Eastern to nine. We do a lot of betting. If you like betting, like if you're a degenerate gambler, trust me, we, we got so many picks. It'll blow your mind on Sundays. I'm on the, the fan 590 Pat back in the terrestrial radio game, Rob. So I know you guys are busy there. Uh, 10 to one o'clock doing, uh, inside the lines, uh, on the fan 590 uh, radio across uh, Canada. It was nice to, uh, be back in that, uh, hemisphere. Do you say you're great? Do you say you're inside doing lines all Sunday morning? That can't be healthy. It's, well, no, you got to no, stay no, up for it, the games. No, yeah, 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 no, yeah, no. I, um, I, inside the lines, yeah, not uh, not cutting lines or doing lines. Inside the lines, ah. uh, on uh, and yeah, it's across the country. If you're in different cities across the country, I think you maybe. I'm not sure if it's in Halifax, but uh, give it a shot. I, I shall well, tune if you, in. If you say it's if you say it's cross country. Then, well, I know it's in Vancouver, sure. Calgary, like all like like it's the it's in a lot of cities. Yeah, Rob. Rob, Rob you, usually when people in Canada refer to across the country, they just assume the country stops at Montreal. You have to remember. Yeah, that. they just forget about Eastern Canada. Not me, I Pat. I like it out east. I'm just not sure uh, if, if you get it. Oh, I, I'm but with I you. Like, I'm with you. I don't. I'll, I will try yeah. to tune in. I'll, I'll. I haven't used the radio in ten uh, years. You're a busy I will try guy. to tune. You don't. In. You don't. You don't have to lie to me. I still love you guys. It's okay. <laughs> hey, it's, I, it's I drive on. I drive to the gym and to my office on Sunday morning. I'm driving. I can turn on the radio. I'd, I'd like that. You got a family, but I understand. If you can if you can give it a shot for a couple minutes, uh, we'll we'll have some fun, Pat. All good. Well, you can catch the three of us on thehammer.bet doing our survivor picks where we're three losses in four weeks, I think, in Survivor. So that's excellent. A, that's the show you want to tune into. You want to know a favorite that's gonna lose? Listen to who we pick in Survivor this week over on thehammer.bet. Until then, smash likes up to the channel. I'm Pat Mayo, and I'll see you next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.